Ashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Ashley. And we're joined on this Christmas Day by Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being with us. Um, Ryan is uh, online. You can find him uh, on Twitter and Letterboxd at Arnold underscore at Movies. And also he's got his own review website, ryanarnoldreviews.weebly.com. He's been on the show many times, so um, it's always good to get his opinion on things. And today on Christmas Day, we're wrapping up this year's 12 Days of Christmas series with a classic, a holiday classic. Um, it's one of your favorite movies, Ryan. It's 1954's White Christmas. Uh, so why don't you tell folks uh, about it? Yeah, so this is um, a uh, musical from the 50s directed by Michael Curtis, best known for Casablanca. It stars Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, and Vera Ellen. Um, it is um, loosely based um, off of the 1942 film Holiday Inn, um, which that film featured um, the famous song White Christmas. And they kind of decided to remake it a bit and change it up in style um, and um, uh, tone as well. Um, this is uh, in Technicolor, uh, a lot more colorful. Um, it is a uh, successful song and dance team, which is Crosby and um, Danny Kaye, uh, become romantically involved with a sister act, which is Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen. And they team up to save a failing uh, Vermont Inn um, from their former commanding um, general. Um, both Breen Crosby and Danny Kay were in the Army during World War II. Um, this film is lively. It has a ton of dance numbers in it, a lot of good songs. Uh, if you are a musical fan um, and love theater, you will enjoy this movie. Um, my dad um, was a big fan of this movie. We had it on VHS growing up, and we would watch it every year for Christmas. Um, he always had it on. And so I became very known to watching White Christmas. Uh, a lot of times it's just having it on in the background because he, he had it on during the holiday season. Um, there's a, just a ton of good musical numbers in this film. Uh, the famous White Christmas. There's also Sisters, which is really good. Um, Count Your Blessings. Um, I could go on. Uh, my one thing that I wish they could have done a little bit better in this movie is um, I feel like sometimes the dance numbers go on a little too long. <laughs> they could have trimmed those up a little bit. They kind of seem to kind of like carry on a little bit, um, but they kind of, you know, they really went all out on their production design and their song and dance numbers. Um, and it, it is still just very enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I have a lot of nostalgia with this movie um, and uh, I enjoy watching it. I um, watched it this um, winter season with my daughter, Charlotte, and uh, she perked up every time uh, she heard a song start playing and, um, and got really enthusiastic with, with it on the TV. So, yeah, if you are a fan of musicals, love Broadway, um, old uh, 1950s Technicolor films, you will enjoy White Christmas. Hey, that ticks all my boxes because I love all those things. <laughs> Sadly, I had never seen this movie until today, and uh, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, they just don't make movies like this anymore, sadly. Um, there's all the, you know, the dancing, the singing. I'll agree with you. Some of the, some of the dance numbers maybe go on a little too long, but um, I love Irving Berlin, who wrote all the songs. He's uh, 
he's a, a great songwriter, uh, obviously White Christmas. I did not realize Count Your Blessings was in this film. That's a song that my mom used to listen to, and I, I really uh, love that love that song. Um, yeah, um, I love the look of this film. It's very colorful. It really pops. Um, I love the the sets. I love the this inn, you know, that they're spending their time in is somehow cavernous. I don't know how they managed to get all of these sets and for all these dance numbers into that, onto that stage in that dining room that they have there. But, um, uh, I don't know. It's a fantasy basically. Right. And, uh, uh, it's, it's just very beautifully done. Um, so, and the performers. Okay. So there is a lot of talent in this movie. Uh, Bean Crosby. I don't know that I've ever seen him act before. Obviously I, I am a big fan of his uh, singing, um, and he's one of those—he's one of those people who's just kind of a, a voice of Christmas, right? You hear his voice, and you immediately—at least I do—I think of his Christmas songs. Um, and so he—he's—he's he's wonderful. I thought his acting was good. Danny Kaye, I know, can be a bit much sometimes. Um, I—I I like Danny Kaye, but even if you don't like Danny Kaye, I feel like his performance here is more subdued than in in other films. Um, but he, he's wonderful as a singer and as a dancer. There's a, um, there, one of my favorite scenes was, uh, with him and, and Vera Ellen dancing on the pier in front of the lighthouse, uh, in Florida at the beginning of the film. And I thought that was really great. Um, yeah. And then the, the two women, Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen, both wonderful singers and, uh, Vera Ellen was a fantastic dancer. Um, so yeah, there's just a ton of, of talent here. Um, I would say that all of this is built around a pretty flimsy plot. Uh, that's pretty standard, though, you know, for these kinds of kind of musicals. Um, and it's a little perhaps too, uh, you might find it a bit too sentimental. I actually was rather touched by, um, you know, the story of their, their former general and how he's on hard times and doesn't know what to do with himself after the war. I think that was kind of a common, common thing. Um so I, you know, I liked what they did for him here, and it, it moved me at a certain level. <laughs> so, Matt, what did you think? No, this is my first time watching it as well. Um, I liked it. It is very much of its time. Um, I one reason I've avoided it, honestly, is I'm not a fan of Bing Crosby um, or Danny Kay. Now, Danny Kay, because of I think Ashley, you alluded to, Danny <laughs> Kay is a bit much. He to me, Danny Kay reminds me. So, okay. I'm, <laughs> I digress here for a second, but I was never a fan. I actively disliked Robin Williams's comedy. Mm-hmm. When, whenever he was in a movie, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire being the exception, but whenever he was doing his quote unquote comedy in a movie, I'm like, this is way too much. I don't like it. I love Robin Williams and he was serious though. Danny Kaye, I have a similar reaction to him as I did Robin Williams trying to be comedic. Um, I'm like, Danny Kaye, you are just, <laughs> You're way too much for me to handle. I, 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 I'm, I'm turned off. Um, but he was okay. He was okay in this. And Bing Crosby, I thought was good in this. I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't given Bing Crosby a lot of a, a lot of chances because I don't remember Bing Crosby from when I was alive because he died when I was less than two years old. But what I do remember are like his kids either committing suicide uh, when I was younger or talking about him and how abusive he was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I am, you know, coming from a family where my own father was 
not the nicest person. I was like, yeah, I don't have time for Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't watch this movie. But, you know, I've watched it now. I think Bing Crosby, you know, he did a good job uh, acting in this film. Rosemary Clooney was good. Um, Vera Ellen as her sister was good. I liked Dean Jagger, who played the general. We had Mary Wicks, and it was nice to see Mary Wicks. You know, when I first knew of Mary Wicks back in the day, you know, the 80s and the 90s, she was, you know, kind of had a resurgence of fame in, um, like, Father Dowling Mysteries and Sister Act films with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, She's also, as I was reading about her after watching this (laughs) White Christmas movie, she left, like, in her, after she died, she left $2 million to Washington University in St. Louis, where you're at, Ryan. Um, And... Under under her parents' name is some kind of I don't know endowment or something. Oh sweet. Um, but yeah, there's also a, I, don't, I don't know if you want to call this a cameo. There's a very brief appearance of Carl Switzer who played Alpha Alpha in the 1930s Hour yeah. Gang. Um, it's uncredited, but he is in there, uh, and it's a photo of him. Um, they show really briefly. He's the brother of the two. He's the brother of sisters. yeah the two sisters. Um, <laughs> but you never see him. I thought we were going to see him later in the movie, but no, we just see this photo. I'm like, why would they even use Carl Switzer's photo? Um, <laughs> no, I like the songs in this movie. Um, White Christmas is a song that I am so used to. It's so ubiquitous now that I was. They do it twice in this movie. Once in, in the beginning, in like a 1944 flashback, and once at the end of the film. It doesn't do much for me, honestly, at the end of the film. Uh, but when they sing it in 1944, when they're like, you know, by the front lines in World War II and they're trying to put on a show to entertain the troops, I found that pretty, pretty moving, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I like a lot of the songs in here. Rosemary Clooney has a song. I can't remember the name of it, but it's toward the end. She does a solo number when she's at a, a club in, in New York City um, that I quite liked. Um, there's the snow, snow, snow song. Um <laughs> What's the song you said your mom liked? Or uh, Counting Your Blessings. Counting Your Blessings. That was good. That was a good song. Yeah, so I liked a lot of the music. Um, I did have to laugh. I mean, it was a fun movie to watch at home with the two of us because we were commenting throughout about various <laughs> things, um, like the cavernous barn. So th- this inn in Vermont, the general runs, it's this house, and then there's this barn next to it. You know, and you see it from the outside. It's a decent-sized barn, and this is all very obviously on a soundstage that they're filming all this at, but um, it's, it's, you know, it's a decent sized barn, but inside it's like Carnegie hall and <laughs> it's got a huge stage. It's got an orchestra, a little makeshift orchestra pit. It's backstage is massive. <laughs> There's people running to and fro with big sets that they're moving around. And I was like, Okay, I have to suspend my disbelief here, but uh, it, it it works. I mean, this whole movie, pretty much, is all about putting on a show. It's like, hey, let's put on a show, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's uh, it's funny. But yeah, it, you're right, Ashley. There's a lot of talent here, um, and uh, it's well directed by Michael Curtis, and um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 hard not to like. I I let me tell you, I dodged a bullet in this movie because at one point. They're like, hey, who doesn't love a minstrel show? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. But then they come out, and maybe they're doing a minstrel show, but they are not in blackface. So I'm like, well, you know, thank God for, for small miracles there. Um, so, yeah, there was a couple of moments where, okay, okay. 
that we need that we need to run this by you, Ryan, because there is this number that they do in the movie. It's Danny Kaye's number, and he's got some women with him too. But we were like, so is he supposed to be like gay or something? Like he looked really gay. It's but the, then you mentioned Ashley that maybe he's trying to maybe he's trying to. Age. Yeah, I wasn't sure. The makeup they have around his eyes is weird. I thought maybe they were making trying to make him look Asian. Although I don't. He looked like Liza Minnelli in Cabaret. <laughs> it's the choreography is the name of the song and the name okay. of the, the thing. And I, I felt like it was kind of a, a spoof on modern dance. It was something. I, I, it was interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what I think about that one. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I think I think that was just more of, yeah, like what Ash said, kind of a spoof on modern dance. Um, with a little bit more flamboyant added to it. Okay. Um, speaking of with you bringing up blackface. So um, this movie, like I mentioned at the beginning was loosely kind of a remake from um, the 1942 film holiday in um, which also stars Dean Crosby. Um, and that one actually stars Fred Astaire. Um, the plot's pretty much close to being the same of uh, them running an inn and doing show and dance and stuff as white Christmas. Um, that film actually does have blackface in it. Mm. It's horrendous. Um, and Glennis and I had only seen the stage musical um, of Holiday Inn. I think we saw it a few years back. And so this year we decided to watch the movie to, to see, like, we've heard a lot about it. And we watched it and we said, ooh, this is not <laughs> a good movie. <laughs> this is a bad movie. <laughs> and it, it was even before the, the the numbers and stuff weren't as good as White Christmas, even before the blackface thing. And then once that happened, I was like, hmm, I wasn't as interested in the film. So, yeah, um, Holiday Inn's, in my opinion, it's not that great. I would say watch White Christmas instead. Um, it, it's the better movie. Um, it was also actually the first film by Paramount Pictures to um, be done, released through uh, Vista Vision mm-hmm. um, back in the day. Um, so, yeah, it has some good staples to it. Um, it's very o- overly sentimental, um, slaps a smile on your face, very cheery. Um, and, yeah, there's there's a lot to love about White Christmas. Um, so we mentioned that the director, Michael, Michael Cortese, uh, directed Casablanca. You know what else he directed? What's that? Uh, the Adventures of Robin Hood. One of my oh, favorite, right. one of my favorite films. It's just, just as, almost just as bright as that movie. Right. I was going to say it, it pops almost as much as this movie, as that movie. They're both very colorful. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think I like him as a, as a director. <laughs> um, so, Matt, you were talking about the first performance of White Christmas in this movie and how that really touched you. Mm-hmm. I think White Christmas is a is a wonderful song. and But every time I listen to it, I think about, or I try to put it in context of when it was originally released and it, how it became very popular over the war years when soldiers were listening. I always imagine soldiers listening to it overseas. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's a very poignant song to listen to in that context. Um, but it, I mean, it's just a great song. Um, anyway, um, I can definitely see me uh, watching this movie regularly around the holiday season. It's there's a very cozy feel to it. Um, you know, I, I mentioned how much I, I liked the the sets and the the holiday the inn that they're that they're staying in here is um, is really cozy. And I, I love the like the, the fireplace. There's a scene where they're 
sitting around the fireplace, uh, roasting hot dogs. And I don't know, the whole place just has a very warm and cozy feel to it. And I wanted to be there. And yeah, some of the scenes, uh, you know, around the, uh, the inn are very beautiful too, because it's, you know, set in Vermont and there's a lot of beautiful trees. And of course it, it does eventually snow and it's very beautiful. Yeah. I wanted to mention too, uh, something I liked about this movie is the production design. Um, this movie, and I kind of referenced it earlier, this movie is obviously maybe almost entirely filmed in a studio, mm-hmm. but it has many sets that are supposed to be, I think, outdoors. Like for, you know, well, the opening scene set in 1944. I mean, that's obviously supposed to be, you know, wherever, somewhere in the European theater of war and in World War Two, and outside. But the way it's constructed, I mean, you can tell that they're filming this on a set. Uh, there's a scene post-war, I forget the name of the club, but it's like a club. And I was fascinated. I was so distracted by this, but in a good way, because I'm like, because it, 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 it was just, it was where they first see Rosemary Clooney and old girl um, singing their song, Sisters. And I was fascinated by the set because I'm like, is this supposed to be outdoors? Like, is this club, Are we? is it supposed to be an outdoor club? It's obviously filmed in a studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is it supposed to be like a building where you walk in and they've recreated this outdoor environment, but it's all inside? Because I was just very fascinated by that. And then, of course, the exteriors for the Vermont Inn and Barn, I mean, are obviously, um, you know, studio. Mm-hmm. But... I liked that actually. I I am very fascinated. In fact, I was just having an online conversation the other day with some fans of the old um, British show Blake Seven, which was a sci-fi show, and um, uh, that and like old Doctor Who. Those shows were made on a lower budget, and you could obviously tell there were there were some certain s- settings where they were supposed to be like outdoors, but they were obviously filmed in a studio. But it looked. Like I, I and, and so they had these sets that were obviously sets that were supposed to be outdoors and they were convincing enough. And that I was thinking about that when I was watching White Christmas and I, and I realized I am a fan of that look. It's hard for me to you know articulate it really well, but I'm a fan of um, an indoor set that is supposed to be outdoors and it's not completely convincing, but it's convincing enough. And I just love that kind of production design. I do too. You know what movie I immediately think of is uh, uh, Black Narcissus, mm. which is one of my favorite films. And if you, I don't know, Ryan, if you've ever seen it, but it's filmed almost exclusively in a studio. There's one like brief, like 30 second scene that's filmed out in a, on location somewhere, mm-hmm. but the, and, Everything else is filmed in a studio and it just has the most beautiful look to it. Cause I mean, you're seeing cliffs and mountains and, and everything. And it's just, they're all like just, matte paintings. Or yeah. Something, it's yeah. just gorgeous. I, I, I love that aesthetic. Sadly, that's, that's no longer a thing. No, I think nowadays that's looked at as pretty kind of corny and, yeah. and not convincing. And I get that, but I, gosh, I love it. There's such a a style and like a handcraftedness to it. Right. Mm -hmm. It just makes it so unique. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it does add to the, I don't don't want to call this a storybook movie, but it does sort of add to the fanciful element of this film. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's why, even though I was joking around with Ashley about it, the, 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 
the TARDIS-like barn <laughs> that they put this the, the the show on in. I mean, it's still that works because everything sort of seems a little, um, a little, a little almost unreal. Right. Right. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. Um, and I finally broke down and decided to watch it and include it in the, our lineup because, well, one, because I mean, it's, it's a Christmas classic. It's a holiday classic. And then also I know Ryan, I, I wanted you to be on the show for, uh, the set. And I, and I know it's one of your favorites. So I'm like, well, if Ryan likes it, it can't be all bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Any final thoughts? Just that um, if you're if you're down or you need something to watch during this holiday season, you know, pop in White Christmas if you can, because it is a film that will definitely put a smile on your face and it will cheer you up. Um, Ashley, I think Matt had both mentioned that it's it's a very cozy film. Um, it's a celebration of togetherness through song and dance. And yeah, it's just a very cheerful, uh, movie, um, to watch around the Christmas season. Yeah. So what would you give it out of 10, Ryan? I will give it an eight. Oh, okay. Um, I'll give it a seven and a half, Ashley. 8.3. 8.3. Okay. <laughs> All right. Our score then is a 7.9. Uh, and that is, uh, White Christmas. Um, Ryan, thank you for being with us on this uh, Christmas Day. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, thank you all for listening and and for being on this uh, sixth annual journey of 12 Days of Christmas with us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Goodbye. Snow, 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 snow. snow. It won't be long before we'll all be there with snow. I want to wash my hands, my face and hair with snow.